Hello, this is episode 23 of Life from the Brodello. Very disappointing. I thought by now we'd have way more episodes than this. <laughs> That's not what you usually say. I, my, my month of loneliness is nearly over. Also, it's Wednesday, which means we have a guest. Guest, who are you? My name is Lee Thomas Lichtenstein. Ooh. Yeah, that's more information than I knew about your name. LTL spells Little Tiny Lee. Which is amusing because you're a bit tall. Only a bit. Only a bit. No, you're not like Godzilla. Super tall. Yeah. Yeah. By basketball standards, I'm still pretty short. Right. But, I mean, everyone in basketball is... But by Lilliputian basketball standards. (laughs) (laughs) Horrifying monster. monster. I have strawberries. They're quite good. Yep. No, I'm okay. We we have a constant supply of strawberries in my home now. A constant supply of strawberries? Do you have strawberry chickens? No, I wish. Well, the main reason is because there's a Whole Foods near enough <laughs> so we can buy them. Right. The other thing that was nice was when my downstairs neighbors went on vacation, they maintain a little garden. So every day I would go out there, water the strawberries, and pick a bunch of them, because otherwise they were going to go to waste. Mm-hmm. And I give them to my daughter. And the other thing is wild strawberries are two-year-old bite-sized. So she loved them, and they're also, I mean, they did taste better. Like the little tiny ones? The little tiny ones. Those ones are good? Yeah, I thought so. I've seen those, like, in the park and eaten them, and they haven't been good. So maybe they weren't wild strawberries. In the park being the key piece. Mm -hmm. So I'm sure you got strawberry with, like, 100% of your RDA of dog urine. Oh, yeah. It's a dog girl. (laughs) Then pretty much you get what you deserve. (laughs) Can you just buy that? Dog urine? I mean, I... I, Because I'm pretty sure I'm deficient. I I should probably actually put it in my soil. Seriously? Just Google it on Amazon. Sorry, Google it on Amazon. You know what I mean. I think my mom's person coyote urine to apply liberally around the yard because apparently it wards off rabbits. I've heard, I I heard about ca- I heard about cat urine for mice. Mm-hmm. I did not bother. I will do cat a shit. urine is the devil incarnate. Unless yeah, they're awful. mice with toxoplasmosis. Yes. Then they love cat urine. Really? Yeah. Mice are that's freaks. news to me. No, well, that's, that's the point of toxoplasmosis, right? It reproduces in the gut of a cat and along the way it parasites into a mouse. And or, then, a or a human. Or a human. Um, and and then anything... Pregnant women being particularly vulnerable last I checked. Anything, anything with uh, toxoplasmosis just loves cat and cats and particularly loves cat piss. <laughs> Apparently it has like major effects on human sexual interactions too. Oh yeah, yeah. It it's weird. It's also really weirdly like gender specific. It makes men more hella irrational and stupid and it makes women more thoughtful or something. Um, I'm kind of talking out of my ass, but check it on yeah. Wikipedia. Don't worry, we can tell. That's disgusting. Talk out of your no. face. Like but words. Person. But I can tell you that personally for getting rid of mice, uh, once the summer started, we we had a total of two. We got one of those like cage things that they just walk into and get zapped. <laughs> I bet you thought I was going to say the humanitarian cage things. Yeah, yeah. Nope, they get zapped, and I have to tell you, we saw evidence. And then you show them to their families. Yeah, like, well, this will happen to you. Well, we thought of going all Game of Thrones style <laughs> on them, chop off the head, mount it on toothpicks. Yeah, but we decided that was too much work. So essentially, though, I can vouch for those. Those were great. We saw evidence of a mouse, put it down, boom, gone one day. And that happened one of the times we had to wait two days. Right. How do you keep your daughter from getting that? So this was kind of where we found the mice. One your mouse-sized daughter. <laughs> yeah, well, her hand would definitely fit in there. And remember, we are putting strawberry flakes and mm-hmm. stuff. And plus, it's just something to play with that she shouldn't play with, right? right. Mommy and Daddy see her touch it. We go, no, 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 no. I would definitely put my hand in a mysterious electrical box. Oh, yeah, so would I. Okay. I mean, it's, you know, I turn it on and then I run away. And it's mostly for me. <laughs> So it's just because one time it was in the pantry and she pantry's off limits to her mm-hmm. through a combination of doors and safety gates. And the other time was kind of in one corner of the dining room. So I figured out a way to like put a chair in front of it right. and a tray in front of it. So she didn't even know it was there. 
Mm-hmm. And then cleanup was a breeze. You just dump it? Yeah, I'd put it in a, I would dump it into a plastic bag, tied to the plastic bag. You didn't have, like, delicious mouse soup? No, because apparently field mice don't <laughs> yield a lot of meat, shockingly what enough. What the hell? Shockingly enough. And also, in good news, was, uh, I think it was two or three doors down from us, some people had started a, a compost pile, and they didn't really know what they were doing, so they just basically had slats of wood, which they then dumped everything into, and it just became, like, Rat Fest 2013. <laughs> it was... Well, there's the it was, title. <laughs> it was epic. All those delicious strawberries we were talking about, you wouldn't have wanted to touch them. The, the rats just came through. And by the way, everyone talks about how humanitarian those cage traps are. Let me tell you, that is not entirely true. My neighbor put one down just to get any rats that were coming into the garden. A baby rat came in. It was like this epic tragedy. The mother, the oh, baby no. rat got trapped. The mother bugged out, started trying to chew on the cage, but since the cage is made of metal, that wasn't very effective. Right. So she chewed so much that basically her teeth and mouth started bleeding. It was vile. That is wow. And I just heard about it and like got sad. Like I've never had sympathy for a rat. Rats are so cute though. Yeah, but these rats, I don't know. They're kind of gross. I, did you grow up in a city? Not really. Yeah, you learn a healthy distrust for them. Yeah, I mean, I mean you can't play gross. cards with them. We did in the suburbs. We didn't like wager a lot of rats. We were playing cards. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just meant they're not to be trusted. They like hide pieces up their sleeves. <laughs> <laughs> those rat magicians. Those yeah. street magicians. <laughs> but I'm not gonna steal your. I'm not even. One of, my, one of my friends who we used to play poker with had rats that would ride on her shoulder. I wonder if she was keeping it. Oh. Maybe yeah. that's why I never... Or then, like, just looking at other people's cards and telling her. Telling her, yeah. 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 Or reading, maybe they have good eyesight, to mm-hmm. reading off their glasses or something. Yeah. yeah. Probably... Mental note, play cards with both of you for money. That's because I'm... Ter- I mean, I'm just a terrible cards player because I'm bad at lying, I don't like doing it, and I am emotional when I play games, so I'm easily manipulated. And- I'm terrible. I'm a terrible cards player because I just shoot everyone that I play with before we start. Oh, no, my favorite? I really just like saying all in and pushing my cards in front yeah. of the table. It's so satisfying to do it, but then you lose immediately and you're out. Yeah, I think for me, I tend to be playing not to make money, but I can't stand not having at least some attention on me. <laughs> and if you're in a cart, a room full of people playing cards, and you're the first one to go, that is a surefire way to have no attention paid to you. Right. So that's so usually boring. when I have to like basically be a brat. Why don't but, you just wear a hat that makes a noise? For what? Oh, well, then you'll have attention paid to you because you're yeah, but that, that's, that's almost that's almost too negative even for me. Wow. So tell us about Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> so. This story is not nearly as interesting as you think. It was just that growing up... Nor is this podcast. <laughs> Don't worry, no one thinks this podcast is interesting. My he... mother thought it was very interesting. Oh, that is so cute. No, I think she'd just be horrified. The, the basic story with Scarlett Johansson and my... Is that she's using large... 100% of her brain? No. What? Scarlett Johansson is not using any more of her brain than anyone else. Isn't it that new movie? Oh, huh? Uh, by the way... No, no, no. Isn't she... Don't talk to me about movies because I'm just going to sit here and listen to you guys. Like, I know she is in movies. That's fine. You've spoken okay. enough already. Okay, don't tell us the story before I interrupt you. There, there are... Well, there's... The only story, really, is just that I was friends with her brother growing up. So usually I can get attention paid to me if I just say, like, I kicked Scarlett Johansson out of a room once or something like that, which was right. just because she was seven years old. I was, like, 14 or something like that, hanging out with my friend, and we didn't want his pesky little sister bothering us. Right. Are you still friends with her brother? Yeah, but mostly just Facebook friends. Okay. The last time I saw him was uh, 2011 when my father died. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sorry, Ash. <laughs> I, let's see. I've darkened the mood with familial death. I'm just trying to cover new ground here, guys. No, this is good. Uh, I, yeah, every now and then we try and have a podcast that really like pushes out the boat, pushes the boundaries of taste. Okay, well, um, I thought the rat like chewing on metal wiring until its gum until its yeah teeth were worn down. Maybe this can just be the death episode. The death, death episode? episode. But the problem is, at the end of the day, I don't have a lot of experience with death. Mm-hmm. Being that I'm still alive, yeah. it's, hard, it's hard to have a lot of experience with death. I mean, I think there's areas of the world where you can go and get some experience with death. Maybe not quite as direct as dying yourself. Jesse is getting on a plane tomorrow, and literally just before I came to record, she was like, "I'm getting on a plane. I might catch Ebola." Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Hooray! So that's my Scarlett Johansson connection. I have like a hundred of those. What I just call like my bullshit claims to fame. Yeah, exactly. My bullshit connections. Yeah, you have a hundred bullshit connections to Scarlett Johansson. No, I you just meant leverage to leverage into like one, yeah. one like why mediocre you, connection. Why don't you consolidate your existing bullshit connection into one simple, easy monthly? No, I don't connection. want a monthly connection. It's not worth that much. You don't want a monthly connection to Scarlett Johansson? Oh, I you could at least sell that on eBay for a lot of money. That's a good point. It never occurred to me. But right now, unfortunately, the connection I'd have would have to be me selling myself for my dumb stories, which I'm now giving you for free. Apparently. Exactly. Like, yeah, you have you have just like ruined all possibility of, of ever doing this why, capitalization, why, right? Yeah, lower devalued yourself again. And, a thing that happens to a lot of our guests. <laughs> <laughs> How do you feel about Eric Landers? Positively, positively. <laughs> he, he uh, oh, another BS connection with celebritydom. He and I went to the same high school. And you and exactly. <laughs> You and one of my friends went to the same wedding. That's right. True story. He sat at my table, in fact. You work with a whole bunch of people I know as well. I pass tense. <laughs> there was the sound of the joke flying straight over. As my wife will tell you, that is very easy. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't feel any sense of accomplishment. How is your wife? She's doing well. I just saw her right before I came here. Uh-huh. But, but I was getting lunch with her, and I may have said I have a meeting at noon. Oh, no. <laughs> It's technically true. Yeah, we're scheduled on the calendar and everything. Plausible deniability. My phone <laughs> said I had to be back at the Broad. So, so you and I share a mutual interest in in role playing games. No. Yes, except that I have not played in a very long time. Which is very sad. I haven't either. It's been months. For me, it's been years. I know, if you would not on it, like to hear this conversation, look away now. So we can roll up a character who's insane because I think once he started to play, he would really enjoy it. I think he would, but he may not have the attention span for it. Um, as long as I have. Have the coolness to play. I have never heard that phrase in regard to <laughs> role-playing games. I, I think were we to roll a character for me, I would have absurdly high int and charisma stats. Everything else would be also very high. <laughs> that is exactly what Bill Gates rolled for himself, according to the Onion. <laughs> yeah, that was a good article. That was actually one of the first I ever read. That one and study reveals babies are dumb. <laughs> I saw those two, and I just basically said, "Well, I don't need to read anything else ever again." News is complete. I think my favorite Onion article is the interview with the writer, who is a really good writer, except that he can't describe hands. <laughs> so, like, he just has like this excellent prose, and then um, talking about people touching their meat spiders together or something. <laughs> It's fantastic. That is pretty funny, I have to say. 
Were they also the ones who did, like, Boston, the cutest little town ever? Yes, they did. Uh, playing Big City. And they're also the ones who did Mass Exodus from New York when everyone realizes they pay a lot to live in a shithole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that also doesn't... That one rang a very good chord with me. Uh-huh. So what's your deal with being a New Yorker? What's my deal with it? Yeah. Do you know how to drive? <laughs> I do, but the best part about it is... Irresponsibly. <laughs> is, first of all, by Boston standards, I'm great. By um, me. Second of all, I did it before... Before I turned 30. Congratulations. Yes, I made it in by a month. And, oh, it was great. So let me tell you, the first thing was my father and I, at the time, had a bet going. If I got my driver's license, he would start working out. (laughs) So at one point, Gavi was there. Gavi's cousin was there. My mother was there. And... I was like, Carl, sorry, I called him by his first name. I said, you need to go to the gym. And he said, you need to get a driver's license. I had it out and ready to go. I just slammed it on the table and said, go to the gym. Good. And then did you drive him there? No, because I didn't have a car. Oh. You need to buy me a car so, <laughs> so you can hold up this, your end of this bargain. Yes, and I do not think he then went to the gym yeah. anyway, but it was a great moment in Lee history. What is the greatest moment in Lee history that is not... Baby uh, being born. Yeah. That's boring. What is the greatest moment? I don't, that's tough to say. I have a lot of moments that I enjoyed. That was the slamming the driver's license down. Was that sounds one. like a pretty climactic moment. I've had some good adventures. So we've established that you, you have had a positive memory. That is good. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm glad, I'm glad your life is not just unremitting in terror and sadness. <laughs> <laughs> I, that was junior high. That was definitely junior high. I hated my junior high. So there was a great moment when I graduated. Not being there anymore. Not being there anymore. And not only that, oh, a great moment was my first day of high school because really? it was a nerd fest. And, I mean, come on. When you're cool, relatively speaking. Oh, right, yeah. That's... And you can, like, you walk into a room full of nerds and go, I am going to be the coolest person here. I'm going to lord this shit over everyone else. I mean, like, I feel like that right now. Yeah, I bet you do. <laughs> One of three people in here besides you <laughs> also feels that way. Lewis, it, I didn't know you were exactly. so self-aggrandizing. I'm really pleased with my own social status. Oh, I mean, I was like, I was short and fat, but I was still like socially well-adjusted. Mm-hmm. Like, we had a guy in my high school who walked around with a pillow on his head. What? That sounds day like a cool after dude. day, he had a Star Wars pillow. He walked around with it on his head. Was it like strapped to his head? No, no, he balanced it. He balanced it. If it's started to slide off, he would just adjust it. Did you go to a special school? I Clearly. We had another guy who made um, laser gun sounds in class with his pen. Okay. That's more reasonable. (laughs) By comparison, I suppose. We had another guy who insisted he was Satan. Another guy who insisted he was God. Okay. Did they hang out? Yeah, Uh, yeah, a little bit. And not only that, the guy who was Satan was like my debate partner for a little while. Okay, hold on. Did the guy... Satan was often the debate partner, right? Did did the guy who was Satan think that the guy who was who thought he was God was just like a total wacko. Well, did they did they both think, oh man, <laughs> you are so deluded, but I'm definitely Satan slash God. <laughs> I wish the problem was that the guy who thought he was Satan mm-hmm. came to the realization he was not Satan, maybe sophomore year. And the guy sad. who was thought he was God came to the realization he was God oh, junior God. year. Oh, so this would have so this would have been epic. Right. If they had just like held one had done six months earlier right, the other right, one six yeah. months later oh that's a shame yeah that's sad that they never got to meet I mean like did, one of them totally could have just showed up and be like I know what it's like to have been you man I've been there I've been there thinking I was a deity <laughs> you'll grow out of it so <laughs> 
But my first day of high school was great because I just came in. I said, these people are not going to harass me very much. I was definitely low man on the totem pole in junior high. Uh-huh. Suffice to say, I stepped in dog poop the first day I went to junior high. And, and that good. just <laughs> describes it the whole way through. They called you shit feet. No, they didn't. The whole time. Trust me, nobody noticed or cared. Mm-hmm. But it was There's just so much dog shit everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> sort of. But then I get to high school and it's like, wow, I'm socially well adjusted compared to many of these people. And it was funny because even in my much later Later, my wife had a lab mate who called me King of the Dorks. He said, You're, King of the he, he, This was like the best compliment anyone has ever paid to me. He basically said, You're a dork. You like that Dungeons and Dragons stuff. You are a total dork, but you can hide it. Uh huh. Why would you want to hide that? I, I, it's not that I did hide it. It's just that he just wouldn't know. I, there was another guy in he the lab. part of the oppressors. Basically. <laughs> well, except that he was a closet fan of those R.A. Salvatore Dark Elf novels. No. I might have named my dog after. Driz Jordan. Wow. Can I just say, again, I stepped into high school and I said, I can lord it over. Uh huh. And now I'm thinking I stepped into the prode. <laughs> yeah. My do- I have a dog named Drizzit. Oh, is that how you pronounce it? I'm uh, never sure that, how to pronounce that. Apostrophe. That's not how you pronounce it, but that is how I pronounce it. Drizzit. I think it's really pronounced Drist. Wow. Which is clearly incorrect because Drizzit doesn't respond to Drist. I have- did you show the Did you show the name like on a piece of paper? This is how your name is spelled. Uh, you need to decide how you're going. Yeah, yeah. I mean, your dog can read. He has free agency. You know, he can, mm-hmm. he can make decisions. Yeah, I've been trying that with my daughter. <laughs> doesn't work too well. Right. But I will stop talking about my child, though it will take a fair amount of restraint to do so. Wow. Ditto with how lovely my wife is. Lovely. I, don't, I actually don't know how lovely your wife is. That's because you've missed out in life. Wow. I'm just saying she's lovely. She is not what I thought I would end up with. I think that's everyone's story. It is. But I grew up in what New York City. Stuff? She grew up in Salt Lake City. Ooh, wow. Yeah. And no, she's not a is Mormon. I have to say that every time. No, she's yeah. not a Mormon. So based on what you've heard, Lewis, do you think your wife is lovelier than Lee's wife? Lee's wife. Way lovelier. Okay. Oh, please. Wife fight. <laughs> I, can't, I can't play this game because I don't have a wife. First of all, that was really dirty. Like, it's kind of... You don't do that. You don't say, can you compare your wife to this other person's wife? I mean, I'm sorry, you direct answer, so... I mean, like... (laughs) Can and should maybe a very different question. Like I said, I walked into the first day at Broad and I said, <laughs> "I'm gonna lower these." Uh, here at Life from the Broadella, we ask the tough questions. Like, is your wife better than no, this person? You have literally never met. Yeah, you, do, would you even be able to uh, find my wife in a lineup? Yes, I've seen like, her in that picture on your desk. Yeah, I might have trouble distinguishing oh, your sure. wife from my girlfriend. Actually, that's not true, because my girlfriend's just changed the color of her hair. That's a dangerous mistake to make. That's why I have to marry someone with pink hair. Right, yeah, it just makes it so much easier. Look yeah, at, yeah. I mean, it's nice, because I can see the picture of your wife from far away. So right. I think, actually, if she ever did rob my house, I would be able to pull yeah, her out. Yeah, I've, I've seen well, actually, she was, she, she, was, was, she was hanging out in 301B. I, I mentioned, speaking of, of things, I mentioned that you were going to be on the podcast, and you had a small child, and Maggie said, oh, does he need a babysitter? So if you need a babysitter, Maggie is looking to babysit. Maggie doesn't she, really, she really likes small children, and she doesn't have one of her own at the moment, so... Well, mine is small, and she's actually... She can be pretty fun. We played uh, train drag racing over the weekend. It was great. Just Train made drag racing? Yeah, so we you're like dressing up trains in uh, drag racing? <laughs> <laughs> just the male trains. <laughs> yes. 
So two, two of my friends are going to get engaged soon. So if you want to keep up the excitement, you're going to have to move quickly. Oh, what is is there like a? Well, I will just get really bored of people getting engaged. Oh, I and see. I have no energy okay. left to. I think Lewis thinks that it is your job to be entertained entirely by his life. He wants you. No, I want him to, to entertain, entertain you. Yes. Yeah, okay. right. I think that. Sorry. I, I also think a lot of people, not just Lewis, want to live vicariously through me. So not just for myself, but for other we people. Just we just really wish we could all be drinking that silent right now. Yep. Do you poop blood because of that stuff? No. That would be terrible. I, d- I don't think I would still be drinking it if I did. What even? I, used, I prefer now to use the word poop. But your daughter will grow up sounding like a small child. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know, because this morning she's taken to imitating me. Uh-huh. So uh, this morning she said, she just kicked me in the junk. And then she, <laughs> and then she started singing it. How do you feel about the swears in front of children? I've been I've been thinking about this on and off, and I can't. I, I, I can't think... modulate my own speech. So well, I mean, so so I, I just have accepted that I'm going to swear in front of children. I could if I decided it was it was important, and I can imagine myself deciding that it's important. No, but at the same time, I think it's like so characterful to swear creatively, and it's it's just a case of would it be amazing to hear a little kid swearing creatively. So, before kids, I was kind of with you. I kind of agreed, like, especially if they could make it colorful. Mm -hmm. But it's weird. Now that I've actually heard kids swear, it's much cuter or or funnier on TV. You know, because there you have a comedy writer who's getting the timing right and who is having them swear creatively. Mm -hmm. When I've heard kids my daughter's age around two... Mm Uh, swear, it tends to just be the same word over and over and over and over and over and over again. But is that because just because they have terrible mean. swearing robots? They haven't developed good skills yet. Right, but I think that generally those good skills don't take long to acquire, and they'll probably pick them up in elementary school. And so in my experience, the little kid's cursing, it's just not as funny. Mm-hmm. And if it's not funny, then what's the point? I mean, surely if you have a kid who's just going like, shit, 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 they're doing it because they said shit once, and they got a reaction, and they realized that it... Whereas if, you know, they learn to say, fuck nuggets, wouldn't, wouldn't that be... But they're building up a basic vocabulary. If you think about what you're asking them to do, it's actually fairly complicated. No, no, well, that's the thing, right? It's a case of what they're primed with. If, if their parents are uncreative swearers and they just say shit, then they're going to learn shit. But if I have a kid and I say fuck nuggets or ass rabbits or whatever I say, then they're the things that they're going to learn and they will inherently be creative because they have had a swearing muse to learn. So, so speak, speaking of swearing muse, I, I heard a phrase yesterday that just just I really enjoyed my friend. My friend told me that his his cats are staying with his mother, and we asked him how she's liking them, and he described his mother as being balls deep in those cats. Nice, which is very graphic. Was a sort of horrifying thought. I'm I'm good with that. I'm not sure that's how I would ever express like my appreciation for a cat by saying, "Man, I am balls deep in this cat right now." Well, there's a couple things. One, being that you have a penis, there's a much more. It's a little more graphic, or at least I easier think, to imagine. I you think having I would say like cat. balls deep. For this cat, for yeah, this cat, I agree. Um, I agree. Uh, in in is too like it, it is a statement of, of action. I, I had this this conversation with Jesse about how awesome it is when women say "suck my dick." Yeah, I used to hear that 
when I was in like seventh grade. Right. Remember, we're trendsetters over in right. New York. Right, yeah, yeah. Everything you do is we did it first. I, I thought from Empire, which we did first. Oh, you guys arguably did it quite well. <laughs> yeah. I would say you did it biggest. Uh-huh. Belgian did it meanest. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, wow, if you ever thought life could have low worth, like just mm-hmm. go to somewhere in the Belgian Empire. Yeah. And uh, I don't know, the French, I guess, were kind of something middling. Oh, wait, aren't we going to war with England? The Spice Girls are so terrible. Like, why didn't we invade? We being the United States. I'm looking at Lewis. Well, so I just don't I have the strong enough feelings about the Spice Girls. Well, I don't want to end on a terrible note, because I'd like to be invited back at some point. No. Uh, you've, you've ruined that. Um, <laughs> the Spice Girls are great. You just have to turn off any criticism. Like, <laughs> any, any, any sense of taste that you have and just listen to the jingles. So listening to the Spice Girls is kind of like listening to J-pop and K-pop. You a have terrible to, idea that you shouldn't do? You, no, you just have to... Only like, acceptable in anime? Switch... <laughs> <laughs> You you have to switch off your 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 critical faculties and just that allow is the allow the yeah, that, that's the only problem. Allow the ooh sparkles to, to fill you up. But I really like thing. we look like people who are into sparkles here. Like, do, do I look do you like see, people who are into sparkles? Do you see any ponies here, dude? I was covered in glittery star stickers this morning. Congratulations! Well, there we go. There might be a picture of me covered in star stickers. It wasn't on that bombshell. <laughs> Good. Well, you you as in the listener should go to brodello.net, which is oh, we actually haven't talked about this um, <laughs> since it has happened. We now have, have a, a website. We now have a website. It is live. You can get all of our episodes on it. It is brodello.net. Um, so. You you should go and check that out. There is a tiny little feed icon if you still haven't subscribed to the podcast feed in whatever your podcasting thing of choice is. Um, we are at Brodello on Twitter. Thank you, Lee, for joining us. My pleasure. And I use that site to get my subscription via the iTunes. Excellent. What's what's what you Bill? Oh, yes. It's podcast at Brodello.net. Excellent. I couldn't remember. And uh, if you have comments about Chess 2, it's Chess 2 at, at Brodello.net. Brodello.net. Yes. Right. And if you have any comments on uh, I have to think of something witty now Mm, it's too hard on the spot. This well, it doesn't have to be on the podcast. spot. That's why you have post-production. Right. All he needs is a second of silence before he says <laughs> something witty. Yeah, so everyone just keep going... Mm. <laughs> no, no, don't do that. <laughs> Pure silence. <laughs> but the, the best part is if we keep yammering, we being Lewis and myself, then you'll probably never come up with anything. That's what I... Yeah. No um, post-production will save you. Only post-production can save us now. Is that a Star Wars joke? Yeah. No, you're thinking about save us X, you're all right. Whatever. I don't Star Wars. Fuck you, <laughs> How does he not Star Wars? I mean, no, this is this is how he says he's not a dork. Yeah, he's like, no, dorks like Star Wars, or I only follow Star Trek: The Next Generation. No, I'm an original series man. Actually, so am I, but that was okay. because I. Had this this podcast needs to end. <laughs>